Lunchtime Live on News Talk. Thanks to Video Doc. See a GP online anytime for prescriptions and sick notes. Download the Video Doc app. Videodoc.ie. This is Kira, and this is a Lunchtime Live podcast from News Talk. If you like what you hear, don't forget that you can subscribe via the app or on iTunes and make sure to check us out at newstalk.com forward slash lunchtime live. Thanks for listening. I'm joined by the wonderful, the lovely and the very special Owen McGee. Happy Christmas, Owen. You're and very to welcome. And you too. How are you? Um, I believe you're going to answer another. I mean, we've solved Brexit now today on the show, but I believe you're going to answer the question as to whether or not money can buy us happiness. What is the answer? Yes, you can. <laughs> you can absolutely buy happiness. But you know what? Not probably the way you think. So think about this for a second. We spend, no matter, it's people who say, I'm not selfish, I don't. But whether you're a selfish person or you're not a selfish person, you do spend most of your own money on yourself. So you buy yourself socks and shoes and food and, food drink, and essentials. Travel. But you also buy like burgers and Prosecco and stuff like that too for you yourself. You know me too so, well. Yeah, yeah, okay. Burgers and Prosecco. I can just, that's an image all of you, our listen, your listeners have of burgers and Prosecco. Just, just so, so. I'm very classy. <laughs> yeah, classy is the word. But we do spend most of our money on ourselves. So then if we go to treat ourselves because we're doing it all the time, it doesn't make us happy, but it also doesn't make us sad. It's just kind of, uh, yeah, I bought something for myself. This is something I do all day, every day. Is this called the law of diminishing marginal returns? Whereas if you if you buy a bar of chocolate, it makes you X more happy. But if you buy seven bars of chocolate, the seventh bar of chocolate does not make you X more happy. It makes you considerably less happier than the sixth or the fifth or the third or the first. That's because it makes you sick as well. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is something related. And you know what? I'm quoting Harvard and all these different... And I'm completely out of my depth. But let's go with this one anyway, right? So... If you spend the money on your time all, all the time on yourself and you do it again, you don't really get a whole pile out of it. But what you can do for yourself, the next step up the ladder for your money to make you happy is to spend money on experiences. So go in places, yeah, doing things, exactly. that kind of thing. Yeah, because it's actually proven that if you think about it, how often there's, there's three elements to it when you buy yourself a, a holiday, right? Let's take holiday as an example. You anticipate it. That's a good feeling. You enjoy the actual event and then you remember it afterwards. Now, think about when you buy a product. When you buy a product, let's say you buy a computer, there's actually anxiety around that. Because you're worried about it coming, is it going to be the right colour? Is it going to work? Is it going to. And Did you buy the right one? Yeah, so it's not the same. So buying experience and product is two different things. But also, when you step it on again, if the experience goes wrong, so say you go on holidays and it rains. Well, then imagine, let's just pretend, Kira, you and I went on holidays together and it rained. We'd come back and we'd remember that as we got to spend loads of time together indoors. It was bonding. We are great friends now. This is now. getting out of control <laughs> here now, this trip. Christmas dreams. <laughs> so you, you, you end up that you say, well, you know what, that experience was great. If you get a product, like you don't sit at your computer going, I love when I have to wait for it to load up. I feel I'm bonding with my computer, no. right? So the product and the experiences, so experiences do actually give it. But if you want to step it up, now I mean... This is the happiest that money This is the happiest that you. money can make you, is to use your own money and give it to someone else or buy someone else something. Okay. okay. Well, this makes kind of sense to me because I, I did brave Dundrum yesterday. I had to go. I had things I had to get and I wandered around. And the only thing that made me feel it was OK, because it, it's a kind of a semi, it's a semi toxic experience to go to the shops for hours and hours and buy and buy and all this stuff was I didn't buy anything for myself. It was all for it was all presenty things. And that 
did kind of make me happy because I felt I was sorted and I was hoping that they were going to like them and there was a couple of things I bought that went oh they're going to really enjoy this and, and I had all that so is that what we're talking about? That's what we're talking about but it's also you'll give it to them you'll see the joy that they yeah. get from that the Harvard proved this and because we all kind of intuitively kind of particularly at this time of year oh, it's the giving and all of this and but it's Harvard have now proved it now how they proved it was they gave people $5, right? They went on the street, gave people $5 each, and they said to the first group of people, you have to spend that now and you have to spend it on yourself. And they went and people bought themselves coffees or they bought themselves whatever. And they said, now, on a scale of one to 10, one being really sad and 10 being really happy, how do you how do you feel? And the people who bought the coffees for themselves or spent the money on themselves, five, four, six, fine, yeah. Then they took another group of people and they gave them $5 each and they said, what I want you to do is, is you have to spend it now, but you have to give it to somebody else or spend it on somebody else. Those people felt eights, nines and tens. Ah, okay. So what is proven, now we have actual proof from really clever people to tell us that buying for other people is something that is very good for you and is something that does actually buy you happiness. So this, so this is how we buy us. As this is how money makes us happy by spending it on other, other people. people. Although yeah. I do, I, I would have to take exception to the coffee experiment because to me, coffee is an experience, not just a product. And I feel coffee is a reward to myself. I drink so much coffee, and I, I actually would get probably a nine out of a cup of coffee. But you see, that's the experience thing. That's about like think about it. You could have replaced that experience with something else. And we've had these figures throughout this year. Like if you I'm could save yourself like I, that wouldn't make me fifteen hundred euros a year by not having your coffee once a day and it's that's lots of money before tax and so on and so forth. But then you kind of sit back and say, well, okay, if we always thought that buying other people things would make us happy and we now know that buying other people things or giving other people, giving money to other people make us happy, why don't we do more of it? And that, to me, I kind of sit back and say, hmm, yeah, it's no different than if you're into running. I think running is, the, is a good example for me to use. You're into running, you're sitting on the couch. You know, I know if I go for a run, it'll be good for me. I know when I come back from the run, no matter how bad the run is, I'll still be happy that I did it. And I know I'll feel better and it's the right thing to do. Doesn't mean I'm going to go. But that's the weird psychology of our heads because I, 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 just like you, if I go for a run or a walk or any of those things, I always feel better. I go, yes, I've done it. That's great. It's cool. But that doesn't seem to be always enough to motivate me out the door. What's that all about? That's because no different than giving. If it's not planned, if you haven't committed to somebody else. So I'll go for a run on my own sometime this evening versus I'll go at eight o'clock and meet on. We're doing a lot together today. We clearly we, uh, are. Yeah. So I'll meet on at eight o'clock and we'll go for a run together. You're much more. Or I'll go we're now to, going on holidays. We're running. Yeah. This is the I, best relationship yeah, I've had in years, yeah. own, I have to say. That's because we see very little of each other. It works. But, but <laughs> works for both if, of us. if you end up that or even think about it, you, you go to the running club. Because if I don't go tonight, the lobby ask me, where were you last week? So when you commit to do it and you plan to do it, it you're more likely to do it. It seems to me that some of what must be good then, because if we're, if we're put off the doing of it, but we feel better for having done it. So it's not something that we kind of choose to do automatically because it's a bit daunting. But when we do it, we like it. It seems to me that some of the happiness we get is for, from doing things that we don't necessarily like the idea of doing but that we think are good for us in some way. Is there something in this? I'm trying, there, to, I'm trying to understand what make, why, why it makes us happy to do these things. I just think that we all want to provide for others in some way. And I just think we have got so used to looking after ourselves 
And whether you're selfish or not, if you're looking after, you have to look after yourself. A lot of your own money gets spent on you. So doing anything different is nearly an experience in itself. And I wonder, could Harvard bring the research a bit further? If you got someone every day to give five euros to somebody and buy them something or give them money away and they did it every day, does it become back down to a five out of a ten? Now, maybe that's next year's show. Ah, do you know? It's, I do know what you mean. So that's what I wonder about. Now, for me... The way I would look at this is is if you're going to do this, actually looking at all the research and pulling it all together, my surmising of it would be by other people's experiences. And that would be amazing. I'd go with them. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I I, I think we should. Listen, I'm open to going. Okay, look, it's fair enough. I'll go with you wherever you 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 buy. I'll travel. Um, This is all this is all wonderful. But and I suppose. So this is the time of year that makes us happiest then maybe because we are buying a lot of presents for people. But isn't that it? You know what I mean? Like over the next few, next week or so, whatever time off you get, you're, most people will get some time off. But everything's closed. You can't spend. You're sitting at home doing things. Like there was a really good book that I read recently about, it was a um, a nurse, who, what's the name? A palliative care nurse. And she took all the learning she had from all of her different patients over the years and put it into one book. And one of the things that it's all about is, is when you get to that point of passing away, but this book suggests you get to oh, that I point of passing book, yeah. away, you look back and you say, it's about the time I spent with people. And yeah. that's what Christmas is about. It's not about money. It's no, not it's about not. getting and, anything and actually, like that. one of my very favourite, my very most favourite bits of Christmas is Christmas morning when we go downstairs to see if Santa has come. And if he has come, and usually he does come, you can see them opening things. And that to me makes the stress of the previous month all worthwhile I think that is the thing but thank you very much turns out money can buy you happiness people but it's money you spend on other other people so that's, that's how it works thank you so much Owen McGee happy Christmas to you delighted to see you in with me today